Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I honestly believe that Instagram should not really be primarily used for pushing sales for your business. I think that it's a platform that should be helping you to build brand awareness, strengthening your customer relationship, growing your email list and directing traffic to your website. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Freelance Friday podcast and happy episode 99. We've almost made it to 100, you guys. It's so, so cool. So today's episode has a very special guest. Her name is Andrea Pavia, and she is here to talk all things Instagram marketing, Instagram tips, Instagram hacks, and really using Instagram to help fuel a business. Andrea is the founder of Andrea Marie Creative, where she does social media marketing and content creation and all that good stuff for a ton of different businesses and brands. But before that, and actually she still does this as well on the side, she had a makeup company. So she's a makeup artist and she found a ton of success for that company, that makeup company through using Instagram. And that's really kind of what spawned her passion for Instagram and social media marketing in general. So super excited to have her here. She's actually launching her course, Instagram Marketing Academy today as well. So it's a very big day. And she was so, so generous to lend the listeners a little a little discount. So you can go to instagrammarketingacademy.com and use our special code FREELANCEFRIDAY30 all lowercase, and then the number three zero, freelance Friday, all lowercase three zero. That is going to get you guys 30% off the course. And I know a lot of my listeners are in the States. So if so, you're in luck as well, because the pricing on her website is actually in Australian dollars. So um, make sure to do a little currency conversion. You can go to like transferwise.com to check out the current rate. But you'll be saving a whole, whole lot using that code and keeping in mind the currency conversion. Same thing for my listeners in most countries in Europe as well. So anywho, let's get into the interview. I'm excited for you to check it out. Definitely go to Instagram Marketing Academy after you're done listening and check out her course. I'm super excited to introduce it to you guys and let's hop in. Welcome to the show, Andrea. I'm super excited to have you here to kind of chat everything Instagram and social media marketing and online business and all that fun stuff. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Well, why don't we kick things off just by telling everybody listening a little bit about you and your business and kind of how you got started with it. Yeah, sure. So um, after completing my degree, I got a job in radio and I was working in radio for about six years in a sales role, basically going around to local businesses and helping them with their radio marketing. And after a couple of years of doing that, I just felt a deeper calling to be doing more. I just felt as if I needed to be doing something more with my life. So that's when I first ventured into my first side hustle, which was working as a freelance makeup artist on weekends. So I started my business, Andrea Marie Beauty. And like I mentioned, 
I was working um, on the side whilst at my full-time job. And at the time, I couldn't afford to use traditional methods of advertising like TV or radio. And I knew from working in the industry, there was no way I was going to be able to afford a radio campaign that was going to actually get me any sort of result. So I started to learn a little bit more about using social media and particularly Instagram to market my business. It was a cost-effective way to reach potential new clients. And so I kind of just thought, I'll wing it and see how I go. And within a few months of sharing my work, I started to receive messages from people wanting to book in with me. So I just couldn't believe how effective Instagram marketing could be. Um, And I was getting inquiries from people wanting to book things like formal or prom makeup, wedding makeup, and even special events and commercial makeup gigs for big companies like GHD and Charlie and Kate Hair Company. But all of these opportunities and bookings were coming to me through Instagram. So it was very exciting and I decided to delve into it a little bit deeper, do a little bit more research and I became super passionate about Instagram marketing. Within a few more months, I had consistent bookings almost every weekend. And then basically from here, my passion for marketing just grew deeper and deeper. And I felt a calling to help other small businesses and freelancers grow their businesses on Instagram too. I was getting a lot of questions from my radio clients asking me how they could optimize their social media and particularly Instagram. And I really enjoyed helping them, um, you know, optimize their Instagram pages and, attract more clients through Instagram. So Mm -hmm. I finally, after six years, decided to take a leap and quit my full-time job and start my marketing agency, Andrea Marie Creative. And from there, I have never looked. That's awesome. And how long has it been since you've been freelance? Yeah, well, so I started the freelance makeup back in, I think it was 2016. Um, And I started the marketing agency in 2018. So it's coming up to my second year now working as a freelancer in marketing. And it's so exciting. And I love the freedom uh, that freelancing gives you. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So one of the things I wanted to ask you was kind of choosing a platform like I know that I feel very pressured to post on Instagram and sometimes it it gives me anxiety anxiety a little bit because yeah. for me and my business I feel like it's a it's nice to have but I feel like um it's not the right platform for necessarily every single business. So can you talk a little bit about you know how to determine which platforms are right for you and maybe like why you went with Instagram to market your um freelance makeup business? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's definitely not um, for every single business. So I think it comes down to really knowing who your ideal customer is. So who is that person that you love to work with? And if you could have a thousand of these people, who would that be? And you can probably picture if you are a freelancer or running your own business, you can probably picture who that person is right now. That person that you just absolutely love to work with. They're um, easy to deal with. They don't give you any issues over payment or anything like that. And they are the ones that are recommending you to all of their friends. So who is that person? What do they look like? Getting really clear on the ins and outs of what makes them tick. You know, asking yourself questions like, you know, how old are they? Are they male or female? Interests, what interests and hobbies do they have? And then also what social media platforms are they hanging out on? And so for me in particular, uh, most of my makeup 
clients were, I'd say probably between the ages of 25 and 35. And a lot of them were hanging out on Instagram. I did some research into the clients that were rebooking with me all the time and um, just asking them questions as well. Just asking them questions about, you know, what their interests were, um, you know, basically, yeah, the, the best way I think to, to really figure these kinds of questions out is just to ask your customers directly. Yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like for, industries like makeup beauty anything like that that's super visual like I I feel like you have to be on Instagram you know or at least that has to be a component of your marketing yes Um, definitely yeah it's like I feel like maybe five years ago that was Pinterest that was kind of like the visual platform that everyone should be on but Instagram is kind of developing a lot of the same features that Pinterest had now that there is like the bookmark feature and um, stories are so you know have expanded so much so I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for those industries yeah definitely and even you know businesses within the wedding industry, a few of my social media management clients uh, run businesses in the wedding industry. And we've received quite a few um, messages and inquiries coming through the Instagram pages of people wanting to book um, through us via Instagram. Uh, But yeah, also other industries that you wouldn't typically think about, like another one of my clients works, uh, they have a window covering business. So Mm. basically they install and supply blinds, shutters, curtains, that sort of thing. And, you know, there's a big opportunity out there for, like you said, with with Pinterest marketing. I know when I was designing my house, I was all over Pinterest, pinning Mm -hmm. like home design, you know. So for that particular client, I've gone in and helped them and we share a lot of home design tips and inspirational photos and things like that. So it's also about thinking outside of the box and how you can actually use that visual platform to create interest for your business and your products. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the home, I didn't even think about that, but that's another great industry too. Um, okay, so one of the things that really stresses me out and gives me Instagram anxiety is <laughs> planning out my feed, scheduling things out. I, I feel like Well, number one, scheduling to Instagram, I feel like is a nightmare. So maybe you can talk a little bit about like some tips and tricks that you have for that, but also planning content. Like I, I feel so stressed. Like it'll be seven days and I haven't posted and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to come up with a caption, you know, on the fly. So do you have any tips and tricks for like scheduling and planning content out? Yeah, definitely. And it, it, you know, this is one of the biggest struggles that I hear from people is just having the time, you know, in amongst running your own business and dealing with all of that. And then on top of that, having to find the time to uh, sit down and actually come up with content to share on your own social media pages. So usually what I recommend is just setting aside a few hours each month, um, get yourself a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, uh, sit down and And set aside that time to really plan out your content for the following month. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it may seem like a bit of a pain at first, but trust me, doing that, you're going to be so much more strategic in your marketing and it's just going to save you so much time and effort in the long run. So what I recommend doing is taking about an hour to just brainstorm a few different ideas of the content that you want to share. And some different ways that you can come up with these ideas are Well, you can look at what your competitors and industry leaders are doing 
but just always make sure that if you are going to take inspiration from their content, try and make it your own and put your own spin on it. Mm -hmm. Another great thing you can do is look at industry articles um, and, you know, industry blogs and things like that, as well as I love doing some Google keyword research too. So there's Mm -hmm. an amazing tool that I love to use called Keywords Everywhere. And it's an extension Mm -hmm. that you can download for your browser. Uh, And you can type in a search term, say, uh, makeup, for beginners. Uh, and then basically it'll give you suggested search terms or, you know, things that are related that people are searching for. So that could potentially give you ideas for other types of content that you can create based off of what people are actually searching for on Google. Uh, so yeah, as I mentioned, just take that time to sit down, take about an hour to do some research and brainstorm and come up with a few different ideas. And then from there, sit down and write out each of the captions that you want to create and the the, the copy that you want to post. And after that, that's when I like to schedule my content. And I do have a few suggestions for you for Instagram scheduling because, as you mentioned, it can be quite tricky. Yeah. Uh, So there's, yeah, there's certain apps that you can use that will ask you, you schedule the content, but then it'll come up as a notification and you have to actually manually post it. So, I mean, I don't mind. I actually use an app called Plan That and that is an app where, you know, it sends a notification to your phone and then you manually post it. But I don't personally mind because I like to engage with my audience as soon as I've shared a post. However, Mm -hmm. if you are really, really short on time or say you're going away for a weekend or something like that and you know you're not going to be able to have access to your phone, uh, it's actually a free tool that you can use through Facebook called a creator studio and I only just recently discovered this actually but it's it's such a good little tool and you access it through your Facebook page so most businesses will have a Facebook page set up if not it is free to do so and then in your tool section on that Facebook page you can access creator studio which allows you to schedule content for Instagram you can add your hashtags and then schedule your post and that will auto post to your platform so if you're looking for a free tool that is something you can use um, other free tools include buffer and hootsuite and and other schedulers like that but I particularly like the creator studio on Facebook because you can actually also share that content to your Facebook page as well so you can kind of do it all in one mm-hmm yeah. And it actually like fully posts it for you too, right? Yes. Yeah. So it yeah. fully shares it. You don't have to do anything from your end. Once you've scheduled it, it will schedule at the specific time that you have told it to basically. Yeah. That's amazing. That's probably, I, I'm not even exaggerating here. That's probably my number one question that I get on YouTube or, you know, Instagram. People are like, what do you use for an Instagram scheduler? Because they are, they're, their API, Instagram's API is just very like closed. They don't want a ton of tools mm-hmm. having access to it, I guess. So it, it makes it very tricky, especially for people like us who manage social for other businesses. It can be really a little bit stressful, but yeah, definitely. Awesome. those suggestions are great. And I've never heard of that keyword tool either. I'm going to, I wrote that down. I'm going to have to check that out. Yes, it's a great um, it's a great tool, and I believe it also works on YouTube as well because obviously YouTube is associated with Google. So yeah. it's great for searching for YouTube videos too because it'll populate underneath that too, and that's a free tool. I believe that they also have paid versions, but I just use the free version. Cool, 
Cool. That's awesome. I'm definitely going to check that out. So you talked a little bit about content, you know, coming up, you know, going through different blogs and answering questions, things like that. But how do you determine how you like what type of content to post that is educational versus that's actually salesy. And I I guess like that's another area that I feel like I personally struggle with is I don't want to just every time I post be pushing something on Mm -hmm. my audience. So how do you kind of balance that? Do you have any tips for that? Yeah, definitely. Basically, um, selling on Instagram without being too pushy. (laughs) Uh, so I honestly believe that Instagram should not really be primarily used for pushing sales for your business. I think that it's a platform that should be helping you to build brand awareness, strengthening your customer relationship, growing your email list and directing traffic to your website. So I like to use Instagram as more of like a soft sales tool. It's just a more passive way of going about it. So So what I like to do, the general rule of thumb that I recommend is a 70-30 rule. And so basically that is 70% or more of your content should be value adding. So that is, as you mentioned, educational, entertaining or inspiring content. And then the remaining 30 or 25% should be, could be promotional. Um, I think that's the best way for selling on Instagram without being too pushy. And the way that I like to do it is usually I will direct people to one of my freebies, like a lead magnet, say for myself, I have an Instagram strategy planner. Um, And then from there, they can opt in to receive that for free. And then after that, they are on my email list. And from there, it's a little bit easier to sell to people via uh, your email list and email marketing, because I think it's a little bit more expected on that platform. So I've just found that that's the best way to convert your followers into customers is is kind of going through a channel like that. Or, you know, if you're not, if you don't want to get them onto an email list, maybe you're directing them to your website where they can jump on a free discovery call with you or they can um, get a free quote. So my particular client that that I mentioned previously that has the window covering business, uh, often we will direct people to their website where they can... Um, upload their house plans and get a free quote for a particular product like plantation shutters or curtains. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Cause I feel like we need to think more about Instagram as like a top of the funnel kind of uh, platform. I feel like so often a lot of us will get excited about Instagram or our clients will get excited about, you know, selling on Instagram and it's like, well, we got to direct people to the sales page right away, but really it should be working as a funnel. Like we should be top of the funnel, getting people, like you said, just kind of building that brand, getting people excited, getting people to engage and then sort of like funneling them down from there. Yeah, definitely. And even um, when it came to promoting my makeup business, I was sharing a lot of before and after photos, client photos, resharing clients' images that they'd taken of themselves, as well as sharing a lot of makeup tips and tricks, uh, product reviews, things like that. So just trying to add as much value as I could. And, you know, in turn, that results in you being seen as like an expert and an industry leader. And so it's, it's really just about building that trust with your audience and warming them up to you as a person and as a business owner. And then you'll find from there, it's so much easier to, to convert those people into customers once they're really familiar with you and they see you as someone that really knows what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And I feel like 
just being you and like letting your personality kind of shine through too really mm-hmm. helps. Like you don't have to be so perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, often I know like my most liked Instagram pictures are the worst ones. They're always like the <laughs> cell phone pictures and like, yeah. you know, just like the really casual chill ones. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. I think you have to let people get to know you first before you sell to them. Yeah, definitely. And like you mentioned, you know, you don't have to worry about being too perfectly polished on Instagram. I think that's something we're actually going to be seeing more of this year is that less polished picture perfect. I mean, who can relate with that? I know I can't. I can't relate to these like perfectly airbrushed people that you see on Instagram, you know, at the the end of the day, it is about relating to your customer. So uh, that doesn't surprise me that you mentioned that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What uh, what else do, do you think is coming up for 2020 besides just kind of a more real approach to Instagram? Any other trends or anything that you feel like are, are really um, in right now that we should try out? Yeah, definitely. So aside from authenticity, like we just mentioned, I think definitely Instagram stories, they are showing no sign of slowing down. In fact, there's about 500 million plus accounts that use Instagram stories every day. And the latest research also shows that 62% of people say that they've become more interested in a brand or product after seeing it in stories. So that just goes to show how powerful and important Instagram stories are. Uh, again, Instagram stories are a great way of warming your customers up to you as a person. They don't have to be overly polished, just getting on there and telling people about your day, showing them, you know, a behind the scenes of your business. And, you know, maybe it could be a sneak peek of any upcoming new product launches or new services that you're going to launch, or, you know, you may just want to share with them some facts about yourself or how you got started in your business. There's so many different content ideas that you can share to Instagram stories, but definitely being present on stories is going to really warm up your audience as well as the engagement that you get through Instagram stories. The more people engage with your stories, the more Instagram and the algorithm will actually show those people your posts when Mm. you you share your posts. So it's a great way of getting that organic reach um, by getting people to engage with your stories. So I think that's definitely going to be a big trend. Um, And then thirdly, video. Uh, It's no secret that video content is growing fastly um, or it's growing on Instagram. Video content definitely performs better organically than photos. That's what I've noticed and seen. Uh, And it generates more engagement and reach, which as I just mentioned, obviously getting that engagement is what is going to push your content in the algorithm. And then the more that people engage with your content, the more Instagram is going to show that content to other people and put you on the explore pages and things like that. So making use of IGTV, video stories and live video is definitely going to be the way to go. This is something that I really want to do more of myself on Instagram in 2020. I'm really going to push myself to start sharing IGTV videos and doing a lot more video stories because it's definitely going to be a big trend for this year. Yeah, I love that. So uh, video is something I really want to work on this year too. So maybe we can hold hold each other accountable for it because I don't know why <laughs> I make videos all the time for YouTube, but for Instagram, it just kind of, I don't know why. I, I, it's just a little bit stressful for me, I guess. Um, so do you have any tips for people like that who are maybe a little bit nervous to show up on video or like aren't really sure what types of videos to post in their stories or on IGTV? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. So I think just pre-planning a little bit and and like we mentioned previously, not worrying too much about it being too perfect. If you stuff up or say um or things like that, like it, it can be such a big deal in your own mind. I know for me it is and you can be so critical of yourself, but other people don't even notice. And honestly, like we mentioned, it just makes you so much more relatable. So yeah. don't worry about it being too perfect. And then a little bit of pre-planning will make a massive difference. So just sit down, have a bit of a brainstorm about some different ideas that you might want to talk about. You might want to maybe make every Thursday the day where you share a tip and you maybe just spend half an hour before filming that video kind of just planning out in dot points what you want to talk about, run over it a few times and then just go for it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I did my first live video probably like a couple months ago now, but I was so nervous. <laughs> it was, I, I, again, like I'm on video all the time, but being on live video for some reason just really freaked me out. But mm-hmm. it, I built it up so much in my head. And when I did it, it was so fun. Like mm-hmm. exhilarating. I, yeah. It was just like, people were excited to see me because you know, the push notification comes through. So it, like you said, it really helps with actually getting your content in people's feeds because they yeah. get a notification that you're going live. And yeah, it was just like a chat, you know, it was just kind of like chatting with my friends mm-hmm. and that's something that kind of helped me get over that hurdle is just thinking of it that way. Like these are all people who have are said that they like you because they followed you so it's not like it's your enemies or you know this strange group of people that knows nothing about you they're there to support you so yeah definitely and I think as well particularly with live videos if it is something that you're more nervous about then go live like super early in the morning or super late at night when there's not Mm -hmm. that many people that are on for the first few times just do it at, you know, at those hours of the day. And then yeah. after you film the live video, you can actually save it to your story for 24 hours anyway. So if you're happy with, you know, how it went, save it to your story. If you're not yeah. happy, delete it. It's not, <laughs> you know, I think sometimes we build things up in our minds to be like such a big deal. But at the end of the day, it's just Instagram. It's not, yeah. you know, we're not um, yeah. performing brain surgery or anything like that. (laughs) True. Very true. Uh, So you talked a little bit about the algorithm and sort of um, ways to boost engagement and ways to make the algorithm like you a little bit more. Do you have any other Mm -hmm. like tips or hacks that people might not know about or people might not be doing um, that can kind of help help with that? Yeah, definitely. So as I mentioned, it's all about engagements. That's Really, that's the crux of how the algorithm works. So Instagram wants people to stay on their platform for longer so that they can see ads and then obviously then those businesses that are paying for ads funds Instagram. Because at the end of the day, Instagram is a business like everyone else. So their key goal is to keep people on their platform for longer. And the way that they do that is that they show people more of the content that they like and that they engage with. So your goal should really be to get people to engage and like the content that you're sharing. Um, And then in turn, Instagram is going to show more of your content to those people and you're more likely to end up on uh, the explore page and things like that. So some different ways that you can get more of that engagement. Well, I really like to, when I share my my posts to Instagram, I always will share those posts to my story. So by doing that, 
as we mentioned previously, the stories show up in the top bar of your Instagram app. And because Instagram is trying to push stories, it's a lot more likely that people are going to see that story than see your post organically in the feed. So by sharing your post to your story, you know, it it, it just means that you can reach more of your followers. And what I like to do is I like to add a little teaser in the story. So in the caption in the story, I might say, In my latest post, I share my top three tips for getting more engagement on Instagram. And then I'll put like a little uh, gif of, you know, you know, a finger pointing down or something or click here or something like that. Um, And obviously optimizing those stories too. So in case you, you weren't familiar with it, you can actually add hashtags and geotags to your stories. So I like to add, um, add hashtags so that there's more discoverability as well as geotags. So say you live in, um, in Sydney, Australia, you could add Sydney, and then it's likely to show up in the Sydney story on the Explore page. So just optimizing your, your stories And then, yeah, like I said, sharing your posts via story. And the way that you can do this, if you're not familiar with how to actually share your post to your IG story, all you need to do is to click on the airplane icon, which is just below your post. So just below your post, you'll see um, at the bottom left, there's a like and a comment icon. And then just to the right of that, there's a little, it looks like a paper airplane. So if you just click on that and then click add post to your story, that's the way that you do that. Love that. I you're so right because I well, I don't even really browse Instagram that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the feed and I don't I know I'm not alone in that because Instagram stories are growing so much. I think so many of us are just like watching story after story and that's kind of how we consume Instagram now. So yeah. I totally agree cuz like whenever I see that you do that or you know somebody has shared a post to their story 9 times out of 10, I go over and I actually go to the post and like it and comment on it. So I think that's such a good tip. And I'm glad that you mentioned hashtags too in Mm -hmm. stories, because that's something that I didn't really know was a thing until like quite recently, but yeah, you can add hashtags to your stories as well. And, and basically there's like a hashtag story that they'll show up in like a mass story or something. Yeah. So it just is another way to get visibility. Yeah, yes, awesome. yes. And um, there's also geotag stories too. So um, yeah. location, yeah, location tags. So it's just a great way for getting that extra discoverability organically. The other tip I was going to talk about uh, with regards to getting more engagement on your post is to actually set aside five to 10 minutes before and five to 10 minutes after you share your post to Instagram and just take that time to engage with people on the platform. And when I say engage, I don't just mean like liking random posts. I mean, actually going in, liking and leaving really meaningful comments, not just a little love heart or a smiley face, go in and actually genuinely engage and talk to people on the platform. And I've found that that's such a great way for building meaningful relationships and getting people to then engage back with you. And at the end of the day, that's what we want. And the more that people are liking and commenting on your posts, the more that your posts are then going to show up in their feeds. Mm, yeah, that's such a good tip. I cannot tell you how many people will like follow or like and like they'll follow me and then unfollow me to try to get me to like follow them back. And I I feel bad, but I don't often like in- respond to those people because I can tell what they're doing. Like I can tell they're just trying to follow to unfollow me. Yeah. But when somebody leaves a comment, like it is especially when it actually is 
relevant and mean mm-hmm. something, I will automatically go, at least go check them out. But again, nine times out of 10, I'm going to follow them back and I engage with them back. So I feel like comments are kind of the gold when it comes to engagement on Instagram. Like that's yeah. what really sets you apart because it's so easy to just click heart or click follow, mm-hmm. but leaving a comment is so much more personal. Yeah, it takes a little bit more time, but it shows that you've put in that extra effort. And I'm glad that you mentioned about the the following and unfollowing. So mm-hmm. the follow unfollow method is so like 2012. Like <laughs> it just doesn't work. Like you mentioned, people have really caught on to it. So yeah. I'm the same as you. If someone just randomly follows me but makes no effort to actually engage in any of my content, I'm not likely to follow them back. Whereas if somebody actually, you know, follows me and then goes in and likes a few of my posts and leaves yeah. meaningful comments. And if you want to go, here's another little tip. If you want to go one step further in standing out is send that person a DM, let them know what you're loving about their Instagram page and maybe mm-hmm. ask them a question. But uh, the key to it all is genuine, being genuine yeah. and having that genuine engagement. But if you do go that extra step, you're much more likely to get them to follow you back and then start engaging with you. And from there, that's when you can build real and meaningful relationships with those people. And that's the real magic and the power of Instagram. From there, you know, once you've built those real relationships, it's so much easier to convert those people into customers. Love that. Such a good tip. You mentioned stories. One thing I wanted to ask you too is what apps or like editing programs, how mm-hmm. do you make your stories look so pretty? Because <laughs> they always are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I feel the same way about yours. But um, yeah, so there's definitely a few apps that I like to use uh, just to make my story is a little bit more eye-catching and exciting. So a couple that I really like to use are Unfold and Storylux. Both of these are free. Uh, They do have paid upgrades, but you can just use the free version. Basically, they have uh, quite a few different templates that you can choose from where you can insert photos and things like that. And yeah, they'll just take your stories to the next level. Other than that, Instagram has recently introduced um, new filters. So I've been loving those new, you know, retro cam filters and things like that. Mm, so it's yeah. just about experimenting and exploring on the platform and seeing what your audience likes. But definitely try those ones out. Have you had a chance to have a look at the new filters? I have a little bit because I kept seeing like, you know, the really funny ones where it's like, who's your celebrity boyfriend or like (laughs) the magic eight ball and things like that. And I was like, how are people doing this? I want to do it. And I haven't been able to find the cool ones though. Like I've found a couple, Mm -hmm. but because there's so many I, I don't know. Maybe I need to pick your brain on how to get some of the funny, cool ones because I couldn't yes. find them. Well, I actually but. just discovered this the other day. So, so I think initially to get started, you need to have saved one of the filters from someone else. So you'll see someone else will have shared a story on their page and just below it, it'll say the name of the filter that they've used. And yeah. basically, if you click on that, from there, you can actually save that filter. And then all you need to do is if you swipe right, I'm just doing it now as I'm speaking to you, um, you can actually, there's a little drop down menu that says the name of the filter. So right now I'm on a filter called Dusty Rose and there's a little drop down bar. If you click on that, it actually has browse effects. So I just discovered this the other day and there's a whole effects gallery um, that you can choose from and save so that from there you can use them on your Instagram stories. So there's different categories. I'm looking through them now, like Instagram selfies, love, color and light and so on. Um, And then from there you can test 
those filters out and then choose to save them to your like personal effects galleries. Perfect. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I see it now. It all makes sense now. (laughs) Maybe when this, um, when this episode goes live, I'll share like a screen share on my stories or something. If people want like the video version of what you just explained to me. (laughs) Yes. Hopefully it made sense, but (laughs) yeah, no, I did. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just discovered, do you know Zoella, the YouTuber? Yes. Yeah. I'm familiar with Zoella. Yeah. She just launched a stories app as well. It's called template. I think. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that one's cool, pretty cool too. It's it's similar to like Storylux or Unfold. There's, you know, free ones that you could or um paid ones that you can purchase, but the selection for the free ones is pretty good too. So, I love all those things. I guess one thing I'd like to ask you because I feel like you do a good job again of and I don't know if this is intentional or not, or if this is what you would recommend, but you don't just do like the super polished, you know, edited, curated Instagram stories. You also just do a handheld, like, hey, I'm going to talk, do like a selfie version video. Mm-hmm. Is that intentional? And is that something that you would recommend just kind of mixing it up? Or do you feel like people uh, tend to respond better to like the more casual selfie mm-hmm. style stories or that they respond more to the kind of more fancy curated ones? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I find I get so much engagement from my casual story, just selfie story videos. Yeah. Um, just because as we've mentioned previously, it's just so much more relatable, raw and authentic, I think. So it doesn't have to be so polished. And as a perfectionist as I am myself, sometimes it can be hard to show up on camera. You know, you may not have a full face of makeup on. That's when I like to use those handy little filters. But um, Yeah. yeah, I just find that coming on and being really natural and talking like I sometimes if I want to direct people to check out my latest post I'll actually do a selfie video story saying hey guys I've just shared a new post talking about my top three tips for getting more engagement on Instagram be sure to check that out and then in the next story I'll share like a still image of the post as we've just discussed previously um, with a click through to the story. So I find that that's actually the best way to optimize and get people to click on your post is first doing that selfie style video and then following it on with sharing the actual post to your story. That's awesome. I love that. I guess it's all about testing too and just seeing what you're because every audience will respond to something different. So I love that there's so many options now (laughs) that you can test out. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, like you mentioned, testing and looking at your analytics and looking at what's really resonating with your audience. Um, And Instagram has such a good inbuilt analytics feature. I believe Mm. it shows you like your top performing content um, for like the last 30 days. You can set the filters to seven days. So, you know, it's a really handy little feature that it's inbuilt within the app and just making sure that you're checking on that regularly and really seeing what your audience is engaging with and then creating more content like that. Yeah, that's great. Cool. So uh, last thing I want to ask you about is (laughs) your new course that's coming up. So tell everyone out there all about it, kind of what you'll be covering and, and how they can learn more about it. Yeah, definitely. So uh, my new course, Instagram Marketing Academy, it's all about how you can turn your followers into customers. Uh, Basically, what we're going to be talking about is firstly, why your business needs to be on Instagram. Then we delve into developing an Instagram business strategy. 
Following this, we talk about content creation, how to create a killer content calendar and how to optimize your posts so that you can turn your followers into fans. Then we move on to how to use Instagram stories, live video and IGTV to build trust and integrity with your audience. We discuss Instagram strategies that are going to convert your followers into customers. Then we talk about understanding analytics and how to run Instagram ads so that you can attract your ideal customer. So by the end of the course, you should have the skills and tools that you need to take your Instagram marketing to the next level. And as I mentioned, turning your followers into customers. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I, we didn't even have time to dive into Instagram ads in this podcast. So that's definitely something that, again, I feel like I get a lot of questions about. So I know people are going to want to learn about that. So I'm glad that you you have that included in your course. So yeah, who definitely. is who is the course for? Is it for like the small business owner? Is it for a social media manager? Who mm-hmm. kind of like what level? Um, of, I guess, Instagram experience or expertise is this, is this a good fit for? Yeah, I'd say it's for someone that's sort of intro to intermediate. So if you are a social media manager, you're just getting started and you want to learn um, a bit more about Instagram and how you can kind of optimize Instagram accounts for your clients, this would definitely be helpful for you too. Other than that, you know, freelancers and small business owners that would like to build their Instagram following and build their engagement on the platform and you just want a little bit of guidance, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely for you too. So I believe, yeah, I believe it's really for anyone, but I think it'll really help you out if you are, um, if you are just starting out or have a little bit of understanding of Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that I've seen a little sneak peek of this? Yes, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because I have seen a little sneak peek and honestly, I've, I mean, I've been doing social media for, I don't know, like seven years or something. I've been on Instagram basically since it started. Obviously, I don't know everything, but it's been super helpful for me, even just getting ideas, like getting a different perspective. Cause sometimes I feel like we can get kind of tunnel vision, mm-hmm. um, doing our own thing and just, you know, having our own strategy that we've always done because it's always worked. But you've definitely got me thinking about just the little things, even like, even just the little tip of sharing things to stories or using different hashtags. And, and obviously your course goes way more in depth than just that. But so I think it is great. Even if you are a social media manager and you've been doing this forever, just kind of brushing up on things and getting different ideas and getting different perspectives. I think it's, you can never really have too much knowledge. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And that means a lot coming from you as well. So thank you for saying that. Yeah, um, of course. And yeah, the course includes lots of worksheets and resources and things like that, that will help guide you along the way. Plus you'll have um, support from myself, both email support, as well as support in the private student Facebook group too. So it's not like you're just going to be kind of left on your own to, um, to kind of go through everything. If you have any questions, I will be available to answer any questions that you may have along the way. Awesome. Cool. Well, I am going to be sure to link, you know, everything that people need to know about the course once it's ready um, in the show notes. So people can definitely find that. But in addition to the course, where can people find you and just check out your stories and ask you questions, get to know you? Where should people find you? Yeah. So I'm on both Instagram and Facebook as uh, Andrea Marie Creative. And yeah. 
Cool. <laughs> Probably Instagram and Facebook are the best place. Awesome. Cool. Well, I'll be sure to link those things down below. I'll also link your website too, of course. Oh, yes. People want to check, check you out for that stuff. So cool. Well, is there anything else um, that we didn't chat about that you want people to know before we take off? Oh, I think that's, yeah, we've covered pretty much most things, I think. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Andrew, for being on the show. I'm thank excited you. to see your course in action. and. <laughs> Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciated being on here and I've enjoyed talking to you. All right. So that is it for my interview with Andrea. I learned so, so much and I hope you guys did too. Again, I want to remind you that you can go to instagrammarketingacademy.com, use the code freelancefriday30, and that is going to get you 30% off her course that we talked about. So much good stuff in there, you guys. And again, if you are in the United States or if you use uh, Euro as your currency, it's actually going to be a lot more affordable than it already even is. So just plug in a currency conversion if you want to see exactly how much it's going to be in your local currency. But for me, it was an even bigger discount than I expected. So definitely go check it out. I think it's such a wise investment. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. So make sure to tag me at the Latasha James and Andrea at Andrea Marie Creative if you learned anything or if you have any questions for either of us about this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Talk to you next time.